Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Welcome to Mind Body TV. Hello to everybody over here on Instagram and everybody here in the Mind Body community and Facebook and on YouTube. It's great to see you. Um, I'm going to share today. Um, I think something a lot of people are starting to resonate with, and that is how we have global impact, not just like, um, you know, <laughs> these ideas that like you start doing a new habit and that additively could, you know, have an effect on everyone, but, but actually as a vibrational being, as an, an interdimensional being, as a, a fifth dimensional being, you know, you're not just physical, you are vibration. And science has shown this is actually the sort of prime um, truth, you know, where we are primarily vibrational. And then, you know, that shows up as a physical thing, but we're really vibration first and foremost, we are pure energy. And when we start to um, understand that and make choices, uh, conduct our lives um, in alignment with who we really are, we have so much more power than we could ever imagine that like just a physical singular being could possibly have. I had um, one of my teachers when I was in eighth grade had said this statement and it just really always resonated with me forever. And I think it was like probably the one thing he said in the, the couple of years I had him as a teacher. He said, everything you do affects everyone else on the planet. And the way he posed that to us, I was in a Catholic school at the time. So it was more about like fall in line and be obedient. It was not about independent thinking and creativity, but this was the exception to that because the way he posed this statement was, um, is this true? What, what do you think is the truth of this? The statement, the idea that everything you do affects everyone on the planet. And he sort of sent us home at the end of the day with that. And I immediately started getting the wheels turning around that. Is it true? And in my mind, sort of like finding the truth of that, the, the evidence that everything you do affects everyone on the planet. And, you know, if you've learned about butterfly effect and if you've learned anything about quantum physics, it's, it's obviously true that everything you do affects everyone on the planet. And um, at that little time in my life, in my little eighth grade mind, um, really took this really seriously and found it to be true, found it to be, I know, I have this knowing, this is the truth of our reality. Um, we never even talked about it again at school after that. And my other friends who were in my class don't even remember this, but I, I do. And I, I took that to heart and it, it certainly is true. And the more we understand that we are vibrational, we are pure energy. Um, it's not about, you know, like I put some lip gloss on before I came in everything you do. Right. What I didn't do was go and like, you know, get myself all dolled up, right. That wouldn't have been fluid for me. So even that little choice, that little subtle thing of like, what am I doing with my moment to stay in alignment with your, your organic, your authentic versus to disrupt that and do the thing you think I got to do this, but it's not actually your joy, um, creates a different ripple effect, creates a different vibration, creates a different message that you're sending out 
to everyone and everything. And even something as subtle as that, like um, how you treated your kids today or what you ate for breakfast, those choices, like are my living in alignment with the divine truth that I am worthy of being loved and cherished. And so I'm going to enjoy this food for breakfast. I'm going to nurture myself with this food for breakfast versus, oh, I'm way too busy for breakfast. And maybe you like skipped that altogether, or maybe you just like gobbled something down that you think is healthy and, you know, maybe really didn't put a lot of um, presence into it. I mean, who knows? The point I'm making is it's not the things we think like, I'm going to write a book and it's going to change the world, or I'm going to, I don't know, start a community service project. And it's actually so much more about the um, vibration we're living from, the frequency of our consciousness that we are making our choices and doing our actions from rather than like the things we're doing. And many people are ready to step into that. Now, many people are aware that, um, they, they have maybe a calling to um, make a bigger impact or share a, a deeper truth, or maybe you've had a personal journey that's led to some really powerful awakenings of like, whoa, no one ever told me that was true, but it changes you forever having gone through this experience that you've gone through. Those are the things like the life-defining moments of who you are being in this moment and who you're being in this moment is either a contribution to the planet or it's kind of the opposite, like it decreases the frequency of the planet. And so, you know, as no is a pretty bold title, are you here to hear the heal the world? Uh, but we're going to center this around um, those of us who are really empathic and very sensitive and feeling things intensely. Those of us who feel inspired to contribute in a meaningful way, like maybe you have a job and you're putting things together over here, but you're like, does this really matter? Is what I'm doing having the impact I'm actually here to have? Um, and maybe you don't know, how do I find my way to something that is having that impact? That doesn't matter. You're never going to know the how. You can still get on your journey. Um, but for those of us who are ready to um, live more from our truth for the purpose of being that kind of contribution in the world, a meaningful contribution, a power contribution, a, um, a contribution of love that can accelerate the awakening of humanity. Um, so, you know, we're, we're here to do things. Uh, we can be and to create things in a more awakened way, like how we're doing our education system to actually nurture those young minds to, um, to know who they are, to connect with their truth and to share it boldly and courageously. Um, in the medical system, of course, for myself as a doctor, this has been really near and dear to my heart, that we have a medical system that actually nurtures health instead of just fighting disease, because the outcome of those are very, very different things. Um, our financial systems, having financial systems based on um, love, abundance, sharing, contribution, um, value. <laughs> and we currently have a financial system. If you've studied it for 12 seconds, it's based on debt. It's not based on value. Like you can have a 
a stock that's valued really highly, but there's a lot of corruption in that company and they're not actually contributing to um, any health, wealth or abundance in any way. So these are the changes that are happening now. It's 2022. It's actually happening in this moment. And most of you are in some way a part of that. You're here to be a part of that. Even if you don't know that yet, or you don't understand how, if any of what I'm saying like resonates and stir something in your heart, it's because there's something awakening in you and you're here to begin to live in alignment with that. And for some people, it's a major difference. Like, oh, I'm an accountant and now I'm over here doing, you know, I don't know, communicating with angels or <laughs> there are people I know who are amazing conduits for high divine intelligence who were like, you know, soccer mom before and now like literally changing millions of lives all because they followed um, that guidance from within through their personal journey. So for myself as a physician who was working in the emergency room, um, trauma and critical care and, and pretty allopathic space, um, I had definitely an inner calling to do something much more inspired and much more authentic to me and much more fulfilling and much more impactful um, in the way you know that I'm doing my work now. So none of us know how. Like, I had no idea how the hell would, what could that even look like? This must just be some stupid idea in the back of my head. But I cultured, you know, cultivated it. I nurtured it. I, you know, you got to feed and water that dream and it will begin to show you. So that really is what we're going to talk about today. So thank you guys for being here, for everybody who's here live. I would love to hear where you're joining in from. Uh, Sarah, my first time making it live. That's awesome. Lisa, hello. Aphrodite, yes, I am. Uh, good morning. And Facebook from British Columbia. Rensselaer, New York. I have friends in Rensselaer, New York. Um, awesome. I love that. Everything you do affects everyone on the planet. Yes. Aphrodite, I wanted to talk about this in nursing class today, but I didn't want it to sound crazy. Yeah, I know. Because there are ways you could approach this topic that are like very intangible and would go over most people's heads. And I have intended to be more, um, I guess, more concrete with this, with like what science is showing us about the energy body, what science is showing us about how our emotions affect our cells and our DNA, um, what science is showing us, you know, our energy, the energy in our body can be detected eight to 10 feet away from the physical body. So, you know, even when you take an EKG, you know, the heart's inside and then the leads are like on the chest wall, but you're picking up the energetic current through the heart. It's it's not that far off from, you know, if you understand that kind of thing, it's not that far off. Or an MRI, you go and get a um, in a magnetic resonance imaging and you sit in an MRI and they take an image of your chest or of your uterus or your brain or um, that is all working with energy, the molecular structure and the energetic structure of what's going on in your body. So, you know, scientifically, we're already working with all of this. It's just that we having completely in the mainstream model begun to work with this as the main principle. It's still mostly working with you're just physical. If we want to make a physical change, we need a physical thing like a surgery or a drug, or I've got to physically touch you to have impact on you, which actually isn't true. I can have impact on you just by having an intention. And when I was, uh, before I went to medical school, um, I took this course at Harvard 
which was like a, um, there were a lot of other pre-med students in this course. And I was studying um, a lot of this mind-body stuff. And one of the studies I came across was the BIRD prayer studies, B-Y-R-D. And I think it was done in the 80s um, where they did these studies and, you know, they pray for people and tend for people and then look at the outcomes on their health. So a lot of people were like knocking on death's door or in the ICU, severely sick. And they would have these um, skilled practiced practitioners and monks or whoever did the praying, uh, have them on their list. And then they would look at how did those people do in their course of treatment. And um, the amazing thing was, you know, not just that they did exceptionally better, less uh, length of hospital stay, less need for antibiotics, less incidence of death, but these people didn't know they were being prayed for. They had no idea they were in the study. They had no idea this was a factor in the mix of their um, treatment. So even without that person being aware of it, the consciousness of the person intending for them had an impact on what happened in their body. And if you've ever had, you know, like you think of someone and then they, they call you on the phone and you're like, oh my gosh, I was just thinking of you. That's the same kind of thing. Like we are not just physically separate beings. We do have electromagnetic connection and you can have just the thought of that person and they can actually feel it. If you're highly sensitive and highly intuitive, this is like no big deal. If you're like really, really not, which probably you're not listening to this broadcast, um, this would be like, whoa, no way. How could that happen? So most of us are kind of somewhere in between where we understand like we're connected. We're not separate. You can feel if you really tune in, you know, especially if you're a mom, you can feel like, how's my kid doing right now? Or what does my child really need? Or are things okay? One time we were hiking and Gemma went on a different path with my friend and I met, you know, he, he understood we were going to meet at the top top. And I meant like this next little cliff we were looking at, like it was only a little bit further up. We'll meet at the top of this. And they just took off. And it was like, I don't think it was two hours, but it felt like a long time that I didn't know where they were. But I knew in my heart, like, they're good. Kim, let this go. You're okay. There's some kind of miss because I couldn't even have conceived of like what could have happened. Um, something, you know, there's a misunderstanding. All is well. I just felt in my heart, it's okay. And and I did kind of lose it a little, but I I was decently peaceful. <laughs> and when we met back up, um, you know, I just shook it off. Like I knew deep inside, if I'm honest with myself, I knew she was okay. Um, anyway, if your mom, <laughs> this is like not a big news, right? You, you know, you can feel, um, things beyond just the physical. Uh, so we're going to practice that we're going to begin to activate that more and more at this time, um, to begin using that sense and using that intelligence to function more from that wisdom and less from just like 3D knowledge of like, well, I learned I should do this. So let me make sure I do this. When in your heart, you know, like, no, that is not the right thing. Let me do this other thing, even though it sounds crazy to the like program mind. Sometimes we're going to start making choices in that direction from our knowing, and you're going to see life begin to open up for you. And if you've already seen that, you know, chime in. Have you had those kinds of experiences of like just trusting your knowing? Uh, okay. We have a uh, Facebook from British Columbia, BC, Canada, Lisa from England, uh, Missouri, Sweden, Annika. Hello. 
Indiana, North Carolina, Houston. All right, Cindy Lou. Yes, I feel so much that I have a contribution and have for a long time, that it's through my yoga background. Yep, maybe. However, I'm not feeling inspired to move forward with anything. Yes, yeah, sometimes we're still in the old consciousness that says like, yeah, you can't. Oh, I doubt it would work. Oh, who am I to do that? I don't have the right credentials. And it could be that where we're just got to begin choosing little by little by little in that new knowing and it will, it will increase our energy. Um, sometimes it's an inspired knowing of like, yep, it's just not my time, but we feel the height of it. We feel the effervescence of it. We feel the aliveness of it. So you'll know the difference if it feels kind of like, mm -hmm. that's the old consciousness talking to you, dump it, take little bits of, of action, start percolating in this new, um, new idea anyway. Um, we did do, I want to share the link for the amazing workshop we did yesterday, which is kind of on the same theme, um, how to increase the frequency of your work and your business. Um, and it's at drkimd.com forward slash workshop. It's free. The recording is playing at that link, drkimd.com forward slash workshop. Um, and we went into some practices and a lot more depth of uh, some of the specifics and specific things you can do to get yourself more percolating in that new consciousness and let the old start to fall away more and more so it's not running you and di dictating how you feel. Because um, it can be really sneaky, like that shadow side can really keep you from taking action <laughs> and have you believe like, oh no, I can't do that. So um, so have, uh, have some courage. Uh, Allie from UK, hello. I loved the call yesterday. Hello, Kelly. I'm great. Oh, I'm glad to see you here today. Patty, I feel so capable of being able to help people with the health anxiety, but I'm still suffering from it. So this is a major, major piece for a lot of people is like, well, I'm on my own journey. How the heck could I be helping anybody else? Um, but the thing that I found is when we begin to let our own journey have power, like we're sharing it, not because I'm a finished product, but because I'm sharing my journey and like, well, there's really been some meaning here and there's really been some insight here. Let me just share it. Even if it's just like sharing my thoughts as you come through my journey with me, like, like Kyle Cease created his as evolving out loud. And the whole premise is like, I'm evolving. Let me share my journey with you. Let me do it out loud. And maybe you'll glean some nuggets of wisdom from what I'm doing. And like so many people have. So don't let the mind, like that old consciousness, have you think like, yeah, I don't have anything to offer yet. Let me wait until blah, blah, blah happens. And then I'll start sharing because the power you get from being of service and contribution to others is exponentially beyond the power you have just for yourself. So when you take a step and it's for not just like my own personal expansion, but for how I might actually be a contribution in the world, you get exponentially more resources, exponentially more power, exponentially more courage, which is really source energy. So that's really, really important. Don't let something hold you back that you think like, oh, I'm not ready yet. Um. <laughs> Patty said, I feel so capable of being, yeah, I'm sorry. Just, we said that I'm still suffering with it because most of the things you're going to share are your own journey where you're not a finished product and you're never going to be, you're always going to be in process of greater and greater intelligence and greater and greater expansion and greater and greater 
wisdom and um, abundance coming into your life. So there's way more that you have to share than you might imagine. And one of the things I said in the workshop too, that has always been so helpful for me is like, what would I tell my 10 years ago self? If, if the me today who maybe I still feel like, oh, I'm bumbling around in some ways, but oh my God, what I could tell my 10 years ago self is worth millions and millions and millions. Like I can't even, you can't even calculate in how much it's worth for what it would save you in like the drama trauma of your own life and then what it would create um, along a new trajectory. So don't underestimate what that one little nugget of wisdom could, could contribute to someone else's life. Um, Shayla said, yes, we are one connected to source. Hence, whenever we do, whatever we do, our com our comma impacts all. Yeah, we can live karma free. Thank you. <laughs> um, when we have kids, how do we not think worst case scenario? Huh. That's an interesting question. I mean, you can apply that to anything. Like anytime there's something that is really uh, essential for me, we can get into attachment and want to control. And I think that's what you're saying. How do I not like try to manage worst case scenario? And what I've seen is that the more we come into our wisdom and surrender, the more power we have, the more clarity we have, and the more ability we have to take action, not, not less. So getting out of control and fear, which is a really low frequency consciousness, and we can't hear that wisdom. We can't know. Like if I had gone into that worst case scenario in that moment, I would have lost that inner um, connection that was telling me like, Kim, you're good. Everything's okay. And that was also taking care of Gemma that she knew she felt clear. You're connected with your kid. If I had gone more than I did into like ah, contraction, closure, no, no, it's not okay. Like I would have messed up my whole vibe and my physiology. Like it would have done nothing to help the situation, but it would have disconnected me from that inner knowing and inner sense of well-being, which is your truth. So um, it's a, just a practice and it does take courage because you know, there can be a lot of fear and detachment when we care about something so much. Um, our emotions affect every part of us. Yes. Hug from the Netherlands. Thank you, Anita. Hi from California. Uh, I know what I'm what they call a bridge from an old world to a new paradigm. Yet many of us are, are really doing that. Um, okay. So the three things I wanted to talk about this were that that level of sensitivity of like, you know, soften your body. We did this a lot in the workshop yesterday, but you soften your body. So you're more connected with that intelligence, um, which is never going to lead you wrong ever. So there's no risk here. Um, softening your body enhances that sensitivity. If you're empathic, if you're energy sensitive, if you, you know, if you've had anxiety, it's because you're energy sensitive on some level, you're registering these energies. You're just doing it from a fear-based consciousness instead of clarity where it could register as um, awareness, right? Like, all right, I'm aware that's not the choice that's going to create the most. And I'm aware this is the choice that's going to create the most. And then you can choose. But from fear, it's like, oh my God, it might not be okay. Things will be terrible and I don't know what to do. You don't have clarity. 
very different consciousness. So the point I'm making though, is if you've lived with anxiety or if you've lived energy sensitive and empathic, what that actually is, and it is meant to be, is a gift of that sensitive discernment that you have the ability to discern at a really, really um, granular level, um, even the little subtleties of what will contribute the most to my life. What is my yes inspired path and what is not? You have that to a very granular level. So you have the ability to cultivate that and tune in in a moment to moment basis and live from such a depth of truth that a majesty gets created in your life. And so when we're not in the consciousness of love or above, which is something else I touched into in the workshop yesterday, like if we're energy, we're frequency, we're vibration, um, what does it look like to live in that higher vibration of love? And what is it? what does it take to get into the higher vibe where we begin to be a contribution instead of consuming more energy that we're using? And there were some real specifics on that in the workshop that are just so powerful. Um, but that sensitivity is meant to be your superpower so that you have that discernment and you have that clarity and you can follow it. Um, the other second thing is that when we let it be bigger than us, it's service to others, right? You have exponentially more power, exponentially more resources that you're letting in. So uh, when we go back to like the kids thing and I think about, um, yeah, who am I 10 years from now if I live in fear and contraction and like controlling and being careful and making sure uh, what ha who am I 10 years from now? What is my health like? you know, not great. What is my money like? You know, like I'm just kind of putting the kibosh on any real expansion. Um, but what are my relationships like? And who are my kids? Like, what are they getting if they get the control mom clamped down tight, you know, very sharp uh, versus they get the surrendered mom? It is uncomfortable, but I'm willing to be in my clarity. It is kind of scary sometimes, but I'm willing to let the fear move through me so I access that wisdom and that divine intelligence. Now my kids get, gosh, not only a whole new level of presence where I can really feel them and be with them, um, but a whole new level of the guidance I could be for them because I'll feel for Gemma what she really needs to hear versus what I would have said or done if I were in control and tightness and closure, right? I'm like, all right, well, then why don't you just do this? And then why don't blah, blah, blah? Wait, what about this? You're not thinking about that. None of which is actually really going to help her, right? She's 10 and she's like, shit, mom, I got real stuff going on here. It's not about getting over it. And instead I can really meet her in what's coming up for her, which is what lets the energy transmute. And it teaches her that in her own system. So just bringing presence, we're like, I don't know the answers, but I will sit in the space with her and let mm, uh, inspiration or guidance come through. And it will be usually very different than what I would have thought to say if I go in there like, let me help you. Like it's a shit show and it's just going to create her really wanting to go somewhere else for help when she has a challenge. I know this because that was a lot of things I experienced myself. It was like, this is the last person I'm going to go to when I have a challenge because they don't have any real space to, to hear what's happening for me. Um, so, so it is, it is kind of the, the most essential thing and you'll get so much more 
resources, uh, energy, and power when you let your journey be about your contribution to others as well as about your own personal expansion. And for all of us, it is. Um, and then the, and then the third thing, yeah, which I kind of touched on in the beginning is like, it's you're in your personal journey. Like what is the value of your personal journey? And you can share here, like what will be the value to your 10 years ago self? How would your life be different? Maybe don't think too much about that. If your 10 years ago self, like knew what you know now, maybe my life would be so different, but at the same time, like I'm more willing to be in my life with all like the foibles and mess ups and whatever that I've had in the last 10 years, because that's what gained me where I am now. So I'm not saying get on the timeline of like, it'd be so much better if I had known this then. Don't ever do that. <laughs> it's just not going to be a healthy vibe to be in. Uh, but do value what it would mean to you. Like what is the intelligence and wisdom you've gleaned and who you've become and acknowledge the value of that because that can be like so freaking massive for others. I, I was um, talking with someone about, it was my friend Sarah and we were talking about our kids and we were saying how we could really see this generation in, the, in our lifetime such a massive quantum leap in consciousness because at least for she, her and I, like we're nurturing our kids into their truth. We've done education a little bit differently than most, but we're seeing that like they're coming in with such an ability, like such a huge amount of uh, sensitivity and such an ability to connect in their heart um, that they could literally shift the world like in unthinkable ways and create amazing technologies that help undo a lot of the things we've been doing and, um, and create things we never have imagined before. And that they're being cultivated in that, in that. They're being nurtured in that. Unlike what it might have been like in the past where it was like, oh no, don't do any of that. Fall in line and be like everybody else. And a lot of systems were created to instill that and like suppress that inner intelligence, whether it was education or religion or like other societal things that, um, you know, are based on suppression and control or have been in the past. And, uh, and the truth behind those religions is, is not about that at all. And so how can we nurture our kids to, um, to tune in and be creators, which is another part we touched into a lot in the workshop is like, how do I let myself manifest and create when I'm organically here to live versus operate from that program. Um, and so that that's your personal journey. Like the more you tune into your now moment, what am I feeling and what am I experiencing? And you let yourself feel and experience what's here. The more gets integrated in your system, the more wisdom, the more intelligence gets integrated in your system and the more like old programming falls away. Oh, uh, what if it feels too scary to share? You, so this is, thanks, Angie. This is what I have found as the most essential um, piece. And we do have my Be the Medicine Mentorship uh, program starting next week, which is one of the things I introduced in the workshop. Um, and we definitely go deeper into this. But the most essential component is you have to find the a love in your heart and courage is love. Core is love. Um, that's going to get you there. So it's scary. But like yesterday I went to speak at my daughter's school and I shared, they wanted the parents to come and talk about like your work and your job and stuff like that. I thought, well, this is fascinating. And, um, 
one of the things I shared about was that, you know, I've spoken in public a lot and they're doing this in their class to like do presentations to each other. And I said, one of the greatest skills you can have is the ability to open your heart and share and speak in front of people and communicate your ideas. And that can be really scary. But if you have a reason, like you really care about this group of people and you're you're excited to answer their questions or um, you have courage, like you're really enthusiastic about this topic you're sharing. And so it gives you that connection with the heart to go beyond your fears and share something really meaningful for you. It will give you the strength and it will give you the power. And um, this is one of the things I've shared a lot in the Be The Medicine program is like exactly how do you connect with the heart? How do you do that? How do you find the courage? How do you connect with your audience in love, whether they're physically in front of you or like here where you know, you guys are in different countries, in different places, we can connect. I can connect and feel you. And it opens my heart because there is love. There is caring. There is passion uh, for something bigger than me. So now that thing bigger than me easily freaking overrides my fears, my insecurities, my doubts, blah, 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 that would otherwise have a lot of power in my system. So, um, it's a great question. And I want to share the link for the mentorship program, which is a four month working with me live. It's a small group. We'll have a lot of uh, direct one-on-one -on -one interaction in the group for your journey, for um, what you're creating, whether it's in a business as like a coach or a healer, or you're developing something. I don't even know what I'm stepping into, but I want to step out of what I'm currently doing and step into something more meaningful in my life and creating um, that transition. It's called Be the Medicine. And the reason it's called Be the Medicine is because that creative power and those resources get unlocked from your connection in you. It is in you. It's not out there. Um, and so the link for this is drkimd.com forward slash BTM. And it's not like one more thing to go learn a bunch of stuff or work on yourself and improve or develop better marketing strategies. It not, like you don't need any of that. And you don't actually need this. But this program is a way to cultivate that deeper connection and unleash the power in you. The greatest resources you could possibly invest in are the ones that help you access the infinite power in you, that unlock the infinite power in you. Because that's going to feed you for the rest of your life. It's going to nurture you for the rest of your life. It will literally create and manifest for your world, for your life, your health and your body for the rest of your life. And so let go of any things you're plugging into that because they'll ultimately be depleting. Let me give you this. You need that. This is the answer. You're the answer. It is in you. And if you would like assistance from me in unleashing that, in connecting with that, in understanding that, in developing that, this is um, why this program is designed. Um, so the link is at drkimd.com forward slash BTM. If you want to check out the page, percolate with it, interact with the page, let it begin to communicate with you because it's not just the words on the page. There is a consciousness to this program and to this work that will begin to have a cellular effect on you as you um, engage with it or read the page. Oh, sweet. Limb by Lambie Curly. 
I don't really know what that exactly means, but how to let go of feats of fears, I think, while waiting for test results, trying to be present, but fears and doubts come up. So this is a great exercise in the letting it be bigger than me. Um, this You could think of it as service to others, but this is really that, that piece. So um, sometimes we're asked to be in the unknown. Now it's, it's a hard place to be in. If you get the test results and they're like, an, you know, a negative thing that is unwanted, that's one thing, that's unknown. If you get the test results and, oh, thank God everything's okay, this is the wanted, that's known. Now, understand that one is preferred, yeah, but both of them are better than the unknown as far as uh, level of comfort. Like, I know it doesn't sound like it's like, no, if I found out I'd get cancer, I'd be devastated. I'd rather not know. But when you're in that no man's land and you're aware you're in no man's land, um, it really does something to the system where you can't jump on the train of either one, right? Like, okay, we're good. We're set. We don't have to worry about this or like, whoa, we got a problem. We got to deal with this. But then we get on the train of like, okay, what do I got to do to manage it? What do I got to handle it? Both of those give us a sense of control. The no man's land of not knowing, we don't have any of that. We can't glom on to anything. And what I've done when I've been asked to sit in that space is find the courage. You're just going to breathe in and breathe out and let it be about who is this growing me to be? How is this changing my system by breathing in and breathing out in the space I'm in right now, which feels so intolerable. So just do three breaths. Who is it growing me to be? A more patient person, a more compassionate person, a more um, alive, awake person, a more authentic person, because I'm not, I got to get to the next thing. Like, right, less reactive and more authentic, grounded, and let it be not just about um, this moment and this situation, but about opening massive amounts of um, resources because I am opening to receive this now, not the one I want where I get those test results, not the other one where, okay, it's unwanted, but at least I know not like any of the known, but how can I be willing to sit in the unknown even just for a few moments as a contribution to my own personal expansion, as a contribution to the world where there's Billions of people who are in that space right now and feel alone. So can I, the I am presence that I am, meet the me, small self who's scared and ah, maybe really frazzled with compassion, with willingness, with presence? Because that's what actually strengthens you into the true you more and more and more living from the true you instead of living from the small self. Joe Spice said, I literally just had a conversation about manifesting for others by playing a game of scripting as if. Yes. And that is one of the, um, oh, I have it here. Uh, one of the tools in the book. If you don't have the book, I would definitely pick one up, the Mind Body Toolkit. Um, act as if. What does that do physiologically? What does that do to your electromagnetics? What does that do to your brain functioning? It's a game. You can play that. Um, the book is at drkimd.com forward slash book. Um, and there's an awesome video program that goes along with that to bring you deeper and amazing, amazing resources and audios that you can use to really entrain your system to a higher consciousness. So I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, scripting as if and seeing the difference in others enough to notice, but enough 
uh, not enough to do it every day. So play with that. Yeah. The unknown takes a lot of courage to be in. Yes. Immense courage. So maybe all I'm doing is just cultivating 2% more courage with every breath. But that 2% shift, you guys, is like exponential shift in the material conditions of your life. It's worth it. It's worth it. I mean, I, I'm speaking from personal experience where I have sat in that unknown and yikes. <laughs> but if you make it, a, give it a purpose that's bigger than you, you're going to find the courage, uh, which I talked about yesterday um, in the workshop is, is why that's such a powerful um, uh, consciousness. OMG, that's me this week. So uncomfortable. Oh, beautiful Laurence. D. Hurley, I just got the book, exclamation points. Thank you. That's awesome. You're going to love the book. Uh, all right. So we have the workshop. I, I would love you to tune in for that. It's on replay right now. So you just go to drkimd.com forward slash workshop and you'll opt in to receive that replay. And it was amazing. Thank you guys who were there. It was such a great um, connected community. Like in the chat, people were sharing really powerful support of each other and encouragement. And I, I love the sharing that goes on in this community. So people are really ready to play full out. And speaking of playing full out, the, um, that is sort of that workshop is the kickoff for the Be the Medicine program. So we'll move forward along those lines in this intimate group where we'll have a lot of direct uh, connection, communication, one on one um, assistance in those group calls. It's a four month program. All of the details are on the page if you feel inspired to be a part of that. Um, I know that the group who are coming in for that are all really, really powerful individuals. Um, and for a lot of them, they haven't, haven't known their power yet, haven't fully ignited it, but the courage that they have is like, I'm all in and they will a hundred percent be igniting that and seeing what that creates for themselves and their world. So I'm so excited to be starting that. It starts next week on the 27th. So if you have any questions about the program, or feel inspired to be a part of it, you can reach out if there are questions to support at drkimd.com. Uh, Lorraine said, thank you, Kim. Your guidance on parenting is really helping me gradually move from that contracted space when interacting with my children to learning to be more present for them. <laughs> yeah, and love yourself all the way through it. Never, ever like give yourself the beat down of like, oh, I should be a better parent. Like you've got to take that little, little step, that little, little step, because you're going to do it imperfectly. And the more awake you are, the more you're going to see yourself doing the clamping down stuff. And so you just have to have compassion for yourself because just being able to see yourself is an act of great courage and increases your personal frequency greatly. So uh, Kelly said, now I have great appreciation for the last 10 years. I'm in a place I only imagined I could get to. It brings me unbelievable joy and peace. It's awesome. Awesome. I love you guys. Beautiful. Yeah. Anita said, the only way it works, my experience too, from the heart and wisdom, not from control and fear. All right. So I am at drkimd.com. If you'd like to join in to um, subscribe on the website for our free resources and uh, other events and activities we have going on, you can go to drkimd.com for that. I'll be here live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Mountain Time for Mind Body TV. And we come into Instagram as well. Um, we do this on StreamYard and it will broadcast 
everywhere, but it hasn't integrated with Instagram yet. So I just put my phone and, and here we are. <laughs> um, so that's at, on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Mountain. And we have a different potent topic every week. I'm always really enthusiastic to be sharing. Uh, so you can join me live for that. Uh, subscribe in YouTube at Dr. Kim Duramo. And for those of you who are ready, I would love to see you in the Vita Medicine program, drkimd.com forward slash BTM. I will send you love from my heart to your heart. Practice courage this week because even those higher frequencies of like joy, inspiration, peace are obviously absolutely wonderful. But the sort of like breaking open point is when we find courage, even though there's fear, when we find courage to meet um, shame, embarrassment, guilt, um, despair, grief, just the courage for those three breaths will move you greatly into your personal expansion. And I'm excited to hear about that journey. All right. Lots of love. I'll see you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.